If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. This episode of Switchcraft is brought to you by patrons like Dan Youster. Support Switchcraft and my other content for as little as a dollar and get exclusive rewards at patreon.com slash run, jump, stomp. Episode 141 of Switchcraft is brought to you by the NES Archive. Make sure that you head on over to youtube.com slash run, jump, stomp, and there you're going to find my series all about games that were released on the North American Nintendo Entertainment System. I'm going through the games one game at a time, and I'm having a lot of fun doing it, so make sure that you head on over to youtube.com slash runjumpstomp, subscribe over there, hit that little bell so that you get notifications when a new video goes up. Uh, Each video is about five to ten minutes long, and I go into the history of the game and basically how that game came together. Most of the time, Switchcraft is recorded live three times a week, U.S. Eastern on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays. Now, uh, I recorded this episode actually Tuesday night uh, because I was lucky enough to interview the guys that made Super One More Jump. Uh, that's all that's going to be this episode because I'm out of town this weekend, but I was able to record the episode early so that I made sure that you guys got three episodes a week. Have a good one, and I'll see you all on, gosh, I don't know what day, uh, Tuesday. Okie dokie. Uh, hey, everybody. I am here with Brody Duncanson and Dave Lockman from Primo Games. They are the creators of Super One More Jump for the Nintendo Switch, as well as other platforms. Um, thanks so much for coming on the show, guys. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, it's all good. Uh, so I usually like to start out with something that's a little less business related. I guess I'll, I'll start with you, Brody. Um, like I'm looking for your history as a gamer. Where did, like, what's the first game that you remember, uh, playing? Um, Prince of Persia, I think on like 386 or 486. Oh, wow. Okay. (laughs) Goes back a bit. Yeah, yeah, that's, I mean, that's, most of the time I get uh, much more recent stuff, uh, so Prince of Persia, I, I put a lot of hours into Prince of Persia, did you ever finish that game? It was a long time ago, I do not remember, <laughs> I do remember, like, certain screens in my head, but, uh, yeah, I was pretty young at that time. And what about you, Dave? Well, unlike Brody, I have beaten Prince of Persia. <laughs> oh. Um, <laughs> but I can go... Uh, my first game was a game called Shuffle Puck on the black and white Mac. So we're going way back as well. Was that like a Pong clone? It was kind of like Pong. You would, uh, you would play, uh, you would play like air hockey, uh, against weird aliens and, and drunk people. And (laughs) yeah, it would, it's a, it's a strange game, but, um, yeah, it, it, it holds a lot to my heart. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, it, it's it's quite often I feel like uh, we hold with a whole lot of reverence the stuff that we experienced when we were younger, whether it was good or bad. 
Um, yeah. I, I, I never played Shuffle Puck, but I played a lot of Prince of Persia. And uh, just for the record, I never beat that game. It was way too hard. <laughs> <laughs> um, w- what do you guys do that has nothing to do with video games just for fun? Uh, Brody? Um, generally go hiking with friends. It's my escape from the computer monitors. Get out in the nature a bit. Do you get to do that often or, or uh, as uh, part of Primo Games, you, you're you're trapped inside most of the time? Uh, generally, the weekends is nice to do it, but uh, we work from home, so it's hard to separate work from socialism, like social <laughs> activities sometimes. Oh, yeah, I, I understand. Because, you know, you're. it's like you're always at the office and, and, you know, because you're doing what you love to do, you probably you probably are, you know, you're supposed to be not at work, but your brain's still at work because you can't leave work. Is that what you mean? Yep. Yeah, pretty much. Like, you'll be cooking dinner and you're like, oh, wait, I've got a solution for that problem I've been having. Let me just go fix it. And that sort of stretches into the night. What about you, Dave? What do you do outside of video games just to uh, get out? Uh, to get, I play. Um, I play basketball when I can. Um but apart from that, I uh, I kind of just chill out and and zone away from video games. I I, I, uh, I listen to a lot of music. I try to make music, but it's not very good. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I just the regular sort of things, I guess, movies and chilling out. I'm the same. I'm I I sit at the computer and um and work, and I kind of feel guilty if I'm not working and I'm home. So. I guess I work a lot on video games and think about it a lot. So uh, you mentioned music. If let's say you're driving down the road, what is it that you listen to today? Like what's what's your 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 the thing that you're listening to recently? Uh, recently, I um I, I've been listening to a lot. I listen to a lot of hip hop. So hip hop's my main main sort of genre. And uh, recently, I've I've just been getting back into the old old school stuff i've been listening to tribe called quest a lot lately so that's been my my go-to in my car recently do you do you guys sing along in the car i know i do i can't help it (laughs) i i i try to (laughs) i've i'm tone deaf i'm i'm terrible well that that shouldn't don't let that stop you brody that that shouldn't stop you (laughs) yeah I'm a white Australian guy, so trying to sound like Tribe Called Quest is <laughs> All right, so uh, we'll start with you, Dave. What's your job on the dev team? Well, actually, before we get there, how many people are on your team? Is it just the two of you? Uh, yeah, just the two of us. All so, right. so who does what? Uh, uh, so uh, Brody does uh, all of the programming um, and... A little bit, a little bit of the design, like the UI design, the UX design, um, and he does a few other things. And then I do the uh, the like sort of main design, the game design. So I did all the levels, um, you know, had impact uh, input on the art and the UX and uh, that kind of thing. So, so you're the one that we should be angry at when, uh, <laughs> yes, <laughs> when absolutely. we die for the fifty eighth time in the last five way. minutes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so if you yeah if you don't like the levels, uh, <laughs> you can send the emails my way. All right. Well, I don't think it's a case of not liking the levels. I think it's a case of we just haven't gotten good yet. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, so you guys share like you guys started in what 2015? Yeah, uh, officially we we started a yeah. bit earlier than that. <laughs> we like this. So we put this version, a version of this game, out on mobiles devices a couple of years ago. And that was our first game. So we picked up Unity to learn how to develop a game, and that turned into a much bigger project than we anticipated. So you said it's your first game now. What did you do before you made uh, Primo Games? Were you like working for other development studios or were you in college or what? Uh, uh, we yes. met at university for game design. Oh, okay. And and have you only worked on Super One More Jump or have you worked on other games um, before oh, no. that? We, we've... we've um... We've made plenty of games. We've worked on a lot of games. So uh, when we say first game, we meant first uh, like retail sort of game. Mm-hmm. So uh, during uni and college, and you know, in our spare time, you know, we've made a lot of little tiny little games and prototypes and that kind of thing. Um, but one more jump was the first game we actually finished <laughs> um, and released. What engine did you guys use for it? Unity. Uh, yeah. Oh, you just used Unity. So, did that make yeah. porting to the Switch pretty easy? Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, I wouldn't say a breeze, but definitely went a lot, a lot of the way to helping. How long do you think it took you guys to uh, to bring the game? Like when you you said, you know, maybe I'm just gonna imagine that I was in the room and Brody turns to Dave and says, "We should put this on the Switch." How long did it take you from that <laughs> point until uh, until the end? Where, you know, the ship date, how long did that take? So it only took a couple of weeks to get it running on the system with most of the system-specific features running okay. But then um, we worked with the publisher to uh, get some pixel artists to make some different themes for us. And sort of that whole process and implementing all that and getting it all nailed down took a couple of months probably. Uh, plus four to five the, months all up. Yeah, and uh, Brody built the multiplayer. Uh, yeah, so Switch. adding those sort of Switch-specific features as well. But you know, like in terms of just getting a game ported over to a Switch using Unity was, was a very easy process. Oh, that's nice. good to hear. Uh, you mentioned uh, system-specific features. You mean like HD Rumble, right? Uh, yeah, and well, the Switch is kind of unique where... You, it has a lot of different control styles. So you need to consider, is it docked? Is it handheld? Is it Joy-Con left, Joy-Con right, Pro Controller? How they all those interact and, you know, how you adjust for what games, uh, gamepad style they're using. Oh, gotcha. So um, can you go into it all? Like what, what's a lot of developers haven't really had to deal with this yet because the Switch is so new. But how? What's it like dealing with HD Rumble compared to regular Rumble on like other controllers? Uh, it's basically you take an audio file and it um, converts it into, I guess, certain frequencies to play back. So you can take like your death oh. sound and convert it. Um, so it, I guess, it feels like the the sound. It's sort of nuanced and rather than just sort of turning on a high-frequency rumble or a low-frequency rumble, you can uh, get a lot of variety out of it. 
That's interesting. I okay. I had no idea that that's the way it worked. I mean, I knew that like some developers had made sounds with the Joy Cons, uh, but I had no idea yeah. that it was basically an on audio and a file an audio file. That's that's super interesting. It's like a conversion process, but that's kind of where you start with. Oh, so, very yeah. cool. Um, are you guys going to be doing any DLC for for Super One More Jump, or are you moving on to another project? Uh, we. We added a vault section, which is basically our when we want to add some new content in. We can just throw it in there. We don't have to mess with, you know, trying to fit in new levels into a difficulty curve. We can just sort of keep keep things updated there. So, like, that's that's free DLC or paid DLC? Oh, free oh I don't have any plans for paid. Just yeah, we, we enjoy the game. Just want to keep it updated. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. Have you guys talked to Nintendo at all about trying to get like Nintendo themed content? You know, I, I noticed that you guys have a lot of artwork from uh, various content creators. Have you talked to Nintendo about maybe getting like some some Nintendo themed stuff into Super One More Jump at all? No, I I think um, well that's that would be for SMG to handle, um, but I think. You, you have to be uh, I I think that's like a big step to, oh, okay. to get in yeah get Nintendo content on your on your product awesome so you gotta be protective of your IP yes yeah. of course although Nintendo's been a lot more freewheeling uh, in the in 2017 than they ever have in the past so you know you never know cross your fingers guys yeah <laughs> yeah I mean we we never tried so yeah but um yeah so what's next for, uh, for, for you guys? What is it that you're going to be working on uh, next after, after maybe the vault? Do you have another game idea that you're, that you're planning on bringing? Or is, are you going to bring some of your other uh, mobile games? Because like, you have other mobile games that you've developed, correct? No, no. So we uh, only did one more jump for SMG. Oh, okay. All, yeah, all the other one more. Uh, so the game wasn't originally called One More Jump or anything. Uh, SMG had their own series, so they had already released um, One More Line and One More Dash. And basically they they saw uh, us posting GIFs on Twitter and said, hey, do you guys want to come and work together and, uh, you know, turn your game into a One More game? And we were like, yeah, that sounds pretty cool. So Twitter so, gifts is what got you your gig. <laughs> yeah, so yep. uh SMG I think they posted a they posted a picture on uh on Twitter and I liked the picture and then he must have um Ashley from SMG must have gone into my account and seen my my gifts and and retweeted my gifts and then sent me a message saying hey let's have a chat. That's awesome. <laughs> and that's what led yeah, it's it's pretty cool. Yeah, talk about serendipity. That's really great. Uh, so, what if it's, you don't have other games that you need to port? Uh, what's next on the horizon? Do you guys have a, a project that you're uh, already working on, or is it too early to talk about what's next? Uh yeah, we we can't uh, talk about anything, but we've got yeah, we've we've got a couple projects that we're working on, but um, yeah, I don't I don't think we're allowed to say anything about them. Yeah, they're Fair very enough. early as well. Oh, not early, but not 
anywhere near finished. <laughs> gotcha. When there's just two of you, you spent a lot of your focus on one game. There's not yeah. a lot of free time to branch so, out so too we, much. Yeah, so we were, you know, uh, we were deep, not deep, but we were uh, pretty well into development for a new game when SMG said, hey, let's do a Switch version. And we were like, okay. So we dropped that and worked on the Switch version and, now we've only had a week or so to sort of, you know, take it all in. Are are they going to be, are, are they publishing your next one or are you guys like still shopping or is that again, something that you can't talk about? Uh, well, that's, yeah, that's something we haven't even thought about to be honest yet. Yeah. You're not so, at that spot yet. I understand. Y- yeah. So um, I guess we'll, we'll leave it with um, one more question that has nothing to do with your game. Um, what is uh, a game that you love that most people don't as do you, like your guilty pleasure game? Uh, we'll start with, uh, Brody. What do you think? Oh boy. That's a tough one. Um, okay. Uh, I don't know if it's universally hated, but a Majora's Mask is pretty contentious and I love that as a kid. Uh, that's a terrible Legend answer. of Zelda. <laughs> that's a terrible answer. hey everyone i meet tells me oh that's a, it's the the bad version it's nowhere near as good everybody loves yeah. mask, though. okay <laughs> maybe he didn't want to step on any toes how about how about you dave um i like lots of bad games to be honest um i don't i don't know i mean i don't think they're bad games but uh dynasty warriors gets a pretty bad rap in the media, and I think they're they're awesome games. Um, Did you? Uh, that, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Sorry, what we, I I was just going to say. Apart from that, I play a lot of weird uh, arcade games that probably a lot of people don't know about. So, like Shuffle Puck. <laughs> yeah, Shuffle Shuffle Pucks. People know about Shuffle Puck. Don't underestimate Shuffle Puck. I'm going to look <laughs> up videos for it on YouTube right after I hang up. They they remade it for Steam, so but it's not as good. But um, <laughs> it, it's got some clout. Awesome. But for newer games, I guess I don't know if people like Earth Defense Force, but I love I love Earth Defense Force. I haven't even heard of that. Okay, Earth Defense Force is just a game where you run around shooting giant uh, insects, and that's literally all you do. Fair enough. But, I mean, um, that sounds fun. Yeah, yeah it, it is. Well, thank you guys for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. Uh, where is it that people can find your gifts online so that maybe you can make some more games? Uh, well, you can just follow us at Primo Games on Twitter. Awesome. And uh, your game came out when? It came out uh, on Thursday, last Thursday on the 25th. So it's available right now. Awesome. For $7. It's cheap. It is it is a cheap game and it is it doesn't play like a cheap game. It's a lot of fun. I, I had a lot of fun playing it for the review. So I appreciate you guys uh, uh, coming on the show and uh, have a great day. Thank you. Thanks. I appreciate it. Well, everyone, that's all the time that we have for today. If there's a story that I missed or a topic that you would like discussed, please let me know. If you're looking for ways to support the show, you can head on over to runjumpstomp.com slash support. There you'll find links to my wife's Etsy shop, uh, where we sell, uh, nerd themed fabric goods. 
uh, my Amazon affiliate link as well as a link to the Patreon. Uh, make sure that you head on over there at runjumpstomp.com slash support. Special thanks to Tom Winter and Noteblock for the music of the episode. And of course, thank you very much to my guests for joining me. Make sure you check out their game, Super One More Jump, on the Nintendo Switch. Switchcraft is brought to you by Audible. Audible is the publisher and distributor of the world's largest selection of digital audiobooks and spoken word content. Audible customers can listen anytime and anywhere to professionally narrated audiobooks across a wide range of genres, including bestsellers, new releases, sci-fi, romances, classics, and more. Get two free audiobooks to start. After 30 days, if you decide to cancel, you get to keep the books. If you decide to stay on, and you probably will, get one book every month for $14.95. In addition, you also get 30% off the price of additional audiobook purchases. Cancel anytime. Your books are yours to keep even if you cancel. You can sign up today for your free 30-day trial at runjumpstomp.com audible and directly support the show.